0: Hello and welcome to the Thursday Show on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy, your host, and I'm joined by Dustin Hinshaw. Hello, everybody. And Adam Kimillary. Howdy. Hey, everybody. This is the Thursday Show, as you might have known from the name, where we run down the biggest and brightest tournaments coming up over the weekend. We're going to be telling you what you're going to see there, uh, what you can expect to uh, take to beat there, what are going to be the list to beat there. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about a mega tournament, a super duper Stellar, Stupendous, uh, Serendipitous, uh, <laughs> Stupefying, Superlegious, Caliphrastic, HB Aladocious, Oh, 680-person team tournament in Spain. I, um, I well, I was going to say something in Spanish, but I just remembered I don't know any Spanish. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah welcome <laughs> to the show if you're listening uh so we're going to be talking about big numbers i said 680 people what is it at almost 90 teams uh for this
1: mm. yeah uh, eight, eight person eight person team so they've gone full wtc hog as in like you and your eight people who you can get to play together essentially from what i can tell from reading down through some of the list and what i've talked to from the to's and some of the, the notable players and personalities this is essentially all Spanish attendees, as in, they have 688 people that broke down into 86 eight, pe- eight people teams in just in Spain. I am well, so jealous of that. I am that so is, phenomenally yeah. jealous. Then, uh, such a
0: thriving scene over there. I don't cool. know, you know, if you remember when we did the uh, coverage for the for the Open Las Vegas Open. You know, we had mm. uh, Deep Games running a, a, a Spanish stream uh, uh, partnered with us on that and just out, crazy support just a great yeah. community so mm-hmm. uh i think it's going to be fun to dive deep and see what they've got and brought to this thing team tournaments are always very interesting a team tournament brings out a, a dynamic of sometimes you don't see necessarily um what people play normally they some of these play some of these teams some of these players are going to be playing what they need to play to be a, their, their best team member that they can mm-hmm. and support for their whatever position they're playing on the team and we'll be talking a little bit about that
1: yeah, it's a really interesting uh, discussion to be had about the different sizes of teams as well, which we might get to at the end. But when just I think it's been accepted that when you go to eight person teams, that's when the pairings really start to matter. Your your team makeup really like you can't just have all the good stuff. You have to take some. You have to take some not great lists and, well, and somehow give them a purpose, give them a reason gotta, to be there.
0: Yeah, you got to take some blockers. You got to take some attackers. Yeah. You got to take yeah. some bricks or some you know some blades. You know, depending on what vernacular you're using. Hey, but before we get too deep in this, is this is a live show if you're watching live please jump in the comments wherever you are i think we're on uh facebook under the Warhammer 40,000 community or sorry uh warhammer uh competitive 40k uh mm-hmm. we are on the frontline gaming network we're on twitch uh we're on youtube so wherever you guys will hopefully we'll be uh, keeping it on those comments and uh and jumping in there if you happen to be going to to this tournament i know it's super late where you are right now uh but love to hear you sound off if we happen mm. to get to your list or your faction that'd be great uh don't forget to like share subscribe. Leave comments five star reviews jump let's jump into this coverage okay well
1: first up we actually have a quote from um one of the gentlemen in attendance so first of all um yeah 688 players eight person team seven rounds as is what is required to get an undefeated undefeated team um wtc format i i majority of the wtc format using the faq and using the most of the terrain system but not using the terrain layouts because uh, the wtc has some very specific ways to place terrain they're not doing that um they're doing kind of their own style but here's a quote from antonio of deep game spain who's uh, been a regular attendee and for those who don't know this is the gt talavera um in el regreso a toledo spain um el cobrador del Wa has been organizing gt talavera for 11 years Uh, delivering the most wholesome event in the Spanish panorama since fifth edition. Each year, they strive to become better and accommodate more players, refusing to lower their quality. This improvement made them become the biggest team tournament in the world, with 688 participants this year, during three whole days of what they call the New Year's Eve of 40k goes on to further say the location in Talavera is no coincidence placing the tournaments in a central place to Spain so everybody can attend by car train or plane with no need to juggle they have become a close friend of each club or group in Spain as a result of making everyone feel at home in this tournament and it is well known secret that half the year almost every tournament in Spain serves as a practice ground for Talavera um the other half of the year everyone is copying Talavera's rules pack because <laughs>
0: they forged the spanish meta I,
1: and I, I love I, this beautiful beautiful
0: yeah, no. Mm. Think about it, what you said is that the whole ion on community, high on bringing things together, adding this connected tissue between tournaments. I love that when people are are planning to this, they know this is a stepping stone type thing, or mm. not stepping stone, but all connected. You know, on, on their uh, on their crescendo, like what we yeah. what we call the Super Bowl, the World Series, or whatever exactly. uh, of tournaments, and and this is what we're about to start uh, talking about here mm. happening in a- Spain.
1: It's a destination event with, you know, uh, a history, uh, you know, a le- series of legends made about it. some mythos, some yeah, it's phenomenal. I love it so much and I don't know why yeah well that's what i hope that, that
0: i'm assuming the atc is the closest thing as america uh, has atc for and, team tournaments yeah atc like this yeah. Adepticon team tournaments uh the the uh you know the the lvo those are all you know big big crown jewels or whatever in, in mm-hmm. destinations event for, for for folks especially like with the las vegas being almost you know the, the crowns the itc winner for people that are close you know, exactly that, that, well that this, this sounds
1: like this is this is almost the spanish team championships as in that everybody in Spain wants to go to this, wants to compete at this and build up to it every year. It sounds absolutely magnificent. Yep. And we're going since fifth edition. That's some
0: longevity, man. Yeah, this may be a topic for later on in the show, whatever, but like circuit, community circuits, uh, you know, things, mm. tournament series that all get linked. It builds hype for people. People get excited about absolutely. it. They, you know, yep. so if you even if you're, we're talking, I know we've just discussed some giant ones. You can do this uh, in a, even in smaller communities, uh, but that's mm. where this all started, is what you just story you just told is it started uh, and then became this, this big thing uh because they put on quality things your yeah, quality events is what it sounds like so exactly, exactly right really nice
1: jumping into our quick and dirty stats so seeing as this is a wtc event we've got 86 um teams as in each faction can be taken a maximum of 86 times so when you look at these numbers you don't see any of them are like over 100 some are close. Why? because yeah yes, some are close. up there some are very up there all right so we've got for the imperium super faction three in mixed Imperium, as in 3 soup, and I have looked at some of those. Most of those are guard-based. Um, 54 sisters, 27 custodias, 43 admech, 28 guard, uh, 41 grey knights, 10 imperial knights, totaling 206 players bringing an Imperium super faction list. That's some mighty big numbers. What do you think, gents? Well,
0: before we get that, I'm going to say, we actually got some folks giving a shout-out from Spain. to uh Jussa de, de Leon saying he's going to, tomorrow to Talavera. And Anine uh from Spain. Hello. Man.
2: Hello, gentlemen.
1: Beautiful.
0: Welcome. Hopefully you're having a
1: phenomenal event. Dustin, what do you make of this breakdown so far?
2: uh it, like, it makes a lot of sense to me i actually think the sisters being high up there makes a lot of sense mm. being higher than Admec is a little bit surprising i feel like yeah. is actually a very very strong team team t- team list gray knights is also doesn't surprise me 20 national see there's actually a lot a lot of those in mm. team events too because people don't, people don't realize that in a team event when you can actually pick figure out who you can or at least control who you're going up against a little bit those basilisks and manticores and hydra lists are they can mm. be devastating
1: to a lot of us them with well, the
2: right thing they'll just
1: wreck them. For those who don't know, I should we should have maybe said this before. Um, sure. A lot of people were familiar with conventionally scoring events, as in if you get more points than your opponent, you win the game, and you get the W next to your name, and that being the thing that is most important to accomplish. Whereas in an eight-person team event. You get paired on a, on a, especially the WTC format. You get paired on a, a scaling bracket of how many points difference there were between the two players, or two, the two combatants. And then you get put into a scoring rubric, and you get a zero, You get a zero to twenty score, like a, a nineteen to one. To, it's some fraction of zero, one way, so twenty, one way or another. And so Militarum all of a sudden become a really strong player in this kind of thing because if mm-hmm. you can control their matchups, because I mean, I mean, Paul probably can speak to this as well as anybody uh, with our good friend Red Powell, Guard isn't a list that can go you know six and zero in an event, yeah. Four and one, three and two, three and three, very, very, very capable. But if you can just dodge those things that were just give them those bang, always give them those one or two losses every event,
0: all of a sudden they just get you some points on the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's For certain sure. things that Guard is very good against. And if you can help manipulate those matchups mm-hmm. by, by baiting out some things. It's like some of the things, Guard struggles against things that, that are great in the game right now uh mm. so they don't they might not want to the things but the things that are great at the game they want to focus on other things that are great at the game right now yeah so they don't want to necessarily waste it on a guard list <laughs> exactly, yeah, it makes exactly. Sense, dude. Yeah.
2: we can see it too here there's actually three imperium i can make a prediction right now that all three of those are half guard
1: half guard a lot of them are guard and custodes a lot of custodes, well, that was them. that was the mix yeah yeah quite a few i i, I got uh, sorry i custodies and uh Militarum tempestus actually um there's two or three of those yeah that um, makes sense Jump it down to Space Marine Super Faction, four mixed Astartes, so four, well, Astartes unlisted, 31 Dark Angels, 20 Space Wolves, 23 Blood Angels, 19 Ultras, 10 Iron Hands, 8 Salamanders, 12 Death Watch, 1 Black Templars, 5 Imperial Fist, 3 Raven Guard. What do you make of these gents?
0: Go ahead, Paul. Well, so I guess the Raven Guard, with only three of them, uh what you know what are they what are they trying to do what are they trying to accomplish right mm. there uh one black templar i think is is probably uh <laughs> i mean that's i think that's a little bit of a mistake uh <laughs> but unless it, i guess we don't know what what if they're using the new the most the the newest true book or not probably the, not then not they won't which is be. okay yeah, yeah, that no. explains okay. it uh but i'm not surprised to see 23 blood angels there oh of course well, not. You, no.
1: Well, if we if we do the usual thing we do where we split the Moses split in the seas of the, the defensive and aggressive marine builds, we've got 31 Dark Angels coupled with 10 Iron Hands and, say, 8 Salamanders plus... Um, plus the Imperial Fist, probably, we're getting about only about a third of those lists being your a traditional defensive Marines, whereas the rest are pretty much overwhelmingly aggressive. Most of the Ultramarines, I've looked at a couple, are definitely the Alpha Strike variant. Um, I was going to ask.
0: It's like, I would bet they're mostly the Dreadnought configurations. They
1: are. They absolutely are. The vast majority are the Alpha Strike variant. The same can be said for, of course, the Blood Angels are always aggressive, Space was always aggressive, White Scar is always aggressive, and the Death Watch are kind of the twins. but I had a look at them as well. And a lot of them are... The Dreadnought build, they're the Triple Redemptor, mm-hmm. Double Contemptor build. So they're also kind of that Alpha Strikey build. Mm-hmm. So predominantly, I'm seeing aggressive Marines here.
2: Yeah, for the most part. Aside so from like the Dark Angels, they're all basically aggressive, I think. The Raven Guard, pure Raven Guard kind of surprises me. I feel like the mix is Raven Guard and Ultramarines because you can then you can have kind of a mix mm. of the redeploy with some of the uh, infiltrating with those, the, the, the infiltrating stuff. Yeah, so it, it just makes it a really aggressive list. They go, if they go first, they will crush a lot of less. Like, well that's just
1: the kind of the, one of the, the bags you gotta take when you're going to a team event, right? Mm, exactly right. Um moving down to the Chaos Super faction, seven Chaos Soup, five Chaos Space Marines, 44 T Sons, 69 mm. Death Guard, Gents, what do we say? Uh, it. Nice. Well, we- <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of demons. To to that. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen demons and two renegade knights. I gotta tell you right now, Death Guard sits number one on the faction podium mm-hmm. for most represented factions. Why would you think that is, Gents? Uh, You can't shift them
0: sometimes. Like, you you really just cannot shift them. Well, okay. Beautiful defender list. They have a lot of things going for them. Lower model count, easy to put together. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, we need we need a defender list. No, we don't have one or okay. we don't have enough. Okay, somebody yeah. quickly assemble 25 Death Guard models. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Spot on, Paul. Uh, okay. They are possibly the best, most
1: consistent defender list in the game. You can build a myriad of different ways around a central core of probably like, you know, PBCs and your Terminator configuration and then just take whatever you want else. And it's pretty likely you're never going to give up a donut. Unless it'd somebody a, feeds you to the wolves, like you're just going to get points. It'd be a more
0: interesting stat to see how few Mortarions are in that 69 Death Guard. I looked at uh, quite a few, and yeah, there are very few Mortarions. I think there's one that it, I I, like I would willingly yeah. be, I'd bet yeah. that some percentage of those are just hard just their actual Death Guard players all the time. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, like I said, there is one, and we got one in the review to come from one of the notable teams in All right. mm-hmm. So I only found okay. one, and okay. one it's being taken that, by one of the guys that's, of, of, of that's note. Yeah,
0: what I would suspect. Thousand Suns, though, with forty-four thousand Sun players, mm-hmm. I'm curious if how what how they've gone. Like, you know, have they have they broken away from just that? Dreadnoughts are pretty good, so let me take a bunch. Or are are yeah. they heavy on the Psyker build? Well, it, it's interesting to say that I think if I I looked at I think
1: uh, we'll get to it, but I looked at about twenty different teams' lists just to give a bit of a sense of the meta, and the vast majority. I'd say with defensive builds. They are either a minimum of 20, just about all of them, a minimum of 10, uh, 10 Scarab or Colts. Some people pack into the 20, some people packing 15. Usually spawn one or two Contemptors and then actually MSUing out a bunch of five-man rubrics in a lot of different lists. So I feel like it's more of a defensive list, but it's more of like a, a methodical Marine build, like a, a, yeah. a, really, a really well-stacked bit of everything but the thing is they can, they can take an all comes list and be defensive and aggressive they're a bit of a tweener like that which i think is really exciting
0: uh, that may be the actual op- optimal build for the thousand suns i just don't mm. think it is i think we really need to see more you know enlightened scooting around out there uh yeah more, more brain bug you know uh psykers burning folks down with the i mean well we'll see we'll, we'll see exactly
2: yeah. i actually like so- the heavy rhino build with thousand suns i think that's actually mm. a good way
1: to play them I think that, I think so too. And a marine in a in a team's build as well that could be really well pivoted. Yeah. Oh, have, do you have do, dodge the sisters build that has the retributors? Oh look, you're were t Sons. You wanted to dodge yeah. it anyway, so <laughs> so much the better. You know. Um, That's an interesting but, point. Uh, one of the yeah yeah one of the things I wanted to point out there's a total of twelve knights. There's twelve knight armies in the whole thing between the renegades and the imperium. There's only twelve out of eighty six possibles between two factions. Actually, sorry, double that out of a uh, hundred and sixty four possibles. There's only two knight, There's only twelve knight players. That's a bit of an indictment, I think, because usually in an eight-man teams, I like having a night player or like a triple bane blades or something big and stupid that you can just put yeah. up and terrify your opponent with, like hang over their head, be like, "You better save something." have got a waste one,
0: of, one of-, of those killer lists yeah, to, exactly. to deal with this yeah. in some capacity.
1: Yeah, gonna, when I say
0: that risk- waste, so I guess let me clarify that for the folks that maybe not a fair uh, aware of how the, the pairings go. So you you put out list, and then your your opponents get to match a couple of things in it. They need to choose what they put out so you fight different things or whatever or Mm. so there's some uh option for you to choose who your matchup is sometimes. Yes. And if you waste all your big hitters getting greens at the end, you got
1: nothing to deal with the knights that that are coming in the, in the bottom of the pairings. Or the knights go up first and you risk putting your, you know, Admech flyers into them and they got a Castellan and they just take the light table. Oh yeah, cool. 50-50 go first. I went first. Bang, bang, bang. Three dead flyers. Maybe I win this thing that should have gone and got you a 20 somewhere else and all of a sudden, you're opening yourself up to risk. Yeah. Um, jumping down to the rest here. Do you think terrain,
0: before we go that, do you think terrain played into this? Like, you mentioned I the way we so. it, it has to. So, so where they think, oh, I don't want to get boxed in yeah. to where I can't move out of my
1: deployment zone or whatever. Yeah, I've seen some of the example tables that they've set for their templates, and they're... They're not super dense, but they're very well spread out. And I can see it being a problem for knights, um, especially saying, so they're using a the conventional um, WTC. Sh- um, well, they're not using the template. they using a the conventional. You have um, two light tables, two heavy, four mediums. And so, but the mediums and the heavies are all pretty bad for knights. They're all pretty bad. It, the knights have to get one that hit one of the two lights if they want to have a consistently good game into like anybody. Otherwise, they're just kind of going to get somewhat screwed and eat the other matchup, which I think it's pretty much what you guys said. Mm-hmm. um xeno Superfaction, 49 necrons mm-hmm. uh 36 orcs and 18 tau so that is way more Tau than i thought and actually less
0: orcs than i thought 18 tau the tower beaten nice I uh but I, they, I guess they can shoot you know i guess and, and and let's not forget that you know tau did do well in a couple of tournaments this this mm-hmm. year so they there can is... be a real that could yeah. be a real problem in some matchups. Yeah, I, just...
2: I'm, I'm willing to bet that this is like a, this is a meta play in Spain. Like I feel like mm. they know some of the lessons are going to be going there from their meta, and the Tau just does
1: well against them. Exactly that does my thought as well Eight, 18 tower you can't can't be a mistake this yeah, is, there's it, no it, way that's just 18 random guys ah i feel like they could die. yeah so that, uh, that's for my mind that's either so there's either two things going on here that's either people who are die-hard tower players who are tower specialists or there's people who are like um are really confident with their pairings and can think they can make sure tau stay away from Drakari, stay away from admex stay away from xyz well, uh, probably stay I, away from the
0: probably stay away from the ultra range tower. as well to be honest is still only like three percent of the players. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not. That's true. That's It's true. not. A, that's not <laughs> a lot. But it
2: means eighteen
1: teams uh, thought Tao was
2: the right. It is choice it's
1: eight, for one of them. Yeah, other eighteen people. out of eighty-six yeah. thought Tao was good enough to. It was good enough to make their eight. Their eight-player yeah. list. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you make of the orcs though? Because that's I, that's about ten less orcs than I would have assumed.
2: It's actually really surprising. But I I will say this too. I've seen a lot of orcs come in, Obviously in the meta right now, they're they're doing really well. I'm not so sure how they pair in team events because i've I've done a lot of team practicing events and the orcs yeah like, I, like when I first started bringing them, I thought they were a bully, but I don't think they are anymore. I think they're mm. almost less like everybody's ready to fight them anyway. so it's kind of like they're still good but so, but like they're ridiculously so I- good. <laughs>
1: 2019 WTC. I can tell you, in the prep for that, we were like, okay, either we take Eldar flyers or we take three lists that can deal with Eldar flyers, and that's yeah. what I feel like is what the buggies are doing. Exactly. You take, you either take them yourself or you pivot and to pivot to crush them if they try yeah. and bully you with them. Yeah. Um, well,
0: it could also be a, just a simple stock issue. Like if we know that we we all need six orc flyers we all true. need this many buggies, yeah. that maybe there might have been just 38 lists worth of that available in Spain. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good point. There's only so many buggies for a single nation. To get. like kill rigs just came out, you know, so it's... Yep. Yeah, yeah, it could could be one of those situations, uh, Dustin. You're on both sides of the coin here in chat. Uh, I'll read the uh, the cool thing first, and then I'll flip it over to, to the tails. <laughs> uh, Dustin, there's is there a place they can reach out to you? They're in Mexico, not a lot happening, and would like to get some uh, tournament ideas from you. Absolutely, you can check out
2: anything, stud or scrub. We're on YouTube. We do battle battle reports, live games every Wednesday night at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I have a podcast that we release bi-weekly right now. Usually releases on tuesday we talk all about mostly i'm tearing gsc and uh, i will be doing some tactical videos for the octaria stuff coming up soon too so by all means check it out and shoot me up on facebook i'm happy to talk talk to GSE gsc all you want
0: uh Beautiful. tomodachi express echoes our statement there, there there isn't maybe a lot of buggies to go around yeah and then here's the other side of that coin is that uh <laughs> deus knight says uh, oh. They're 18 more towel than the gc cults
1: no. <laughs> all right perfect segue hive mind super faction one mixed hive mind 21 nits which is actually damn respectable zero gsc and that's I'm gonna the, say it right now thing it's we, because, this is the thing we saw with it's
2: because we're lying in wait yep. gentlemen we're lying in wait mm-hmm. several of yet. those uh, well I actually wanted
0: to ask the the thousand Suns th- list are actually G Sealer cults
1: so one thing I didn't uh <laughs> one thing I didn't ask the, the gentleman, the Spanish gentleman I was talking to to get some info about this, I didn't ask him if Octarius was in play. Because that could make sense. All the GSC players are just like, well we're just taking we're just taking Leviathan now, aren't we? It'd be the same as when um when all the Chaos Space Marine players got diluted into either T Suns or Death Guard, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. yeah yeah absolutely. they all they all got they all got split up and be like well this is just a better version of what i was playing if i was playing chaos space marines you know and i was playing you know wordbearers and possessed well i guess I just play you know death guard or t-sons it could very well be if Octarix is in play and i don't know for a fact so maybe someone will correct me that people all the gsc players were like well we need a reliable tyranny like a suit hive mind build i guess it's Hive Guard and leviathan now because that would be a really good teams list
2: yeah, no, the Leviathan is ridiculously good in the teams list right now. Like I'm, oh, I, that, so. and it makes me yeah. very sad too. It makes me very sad because I am going to a team event very soon, and I was I had my list all ready to go, and then I realized that Octarius was going to be allowed for. I was like,
1: I guess no. I'm pure Leviathan
2: now. Like go <laughs> Leviathan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that purple
1: paint happening. <laughs> All right, but into our last super faction, this is Eldari. Fourteen mixed Eldari, forty-eight Drakari, sixteen Harlequins, and four or Asirani. Um, now that's an interesting breakdown, Jens. What do you make of it?
0: This, I mean, this seems weird. I mean, obviously with the forty-eight Drakari, that is, uh, I think Let that's me. a given. It's probably it probably should be higher. I would, I would have to. I would imagine that some of the people playing Drakari have have uh, shifted over to orcs.
2: It might actually be the same kind of thing as yeah. it works so because yes, yeah, people, those yeah. people are bringing three lists to be able to fight Drukari, because they just know everybody's going to be bringing Drukari. Mm. So a lot of people, like every team bringing it wouldn't make all that sense, I guess. Mm. Like there's a lot of teams are kind of planning against it rather than playing with it. But or let's, maybe there's a part it. that has it.
1: If 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 I had to have one assumption going into this, being like Adam, what's what is every what does every um, team probably bring? I would have been Drakari. I'm like Drakari in eight in an eight player team. Drakari is just I feel like always going to be value. Well, Even yeah. they never get crushed. They never get absolutely dominated, except by you know <laughs> buggies, which you just dodge. You know, so not a big deal. But I would have been like, wouldn't have been surprised if we saw sixty, sixty five, hell seventy Drakari uh, armies in representation. But now we have got forty eight. I would like to know. and i i looked through a bunch of stuff the vast majority of teams that are taking a drakari are also taking either a mixed eldari or a harlequins in addition they're they're double teaming them so if you have the if you have the triple bang if you have the triple bang answer the drakari well the harlequins just get to do what the drakari were going to do or the mixed eldari just get to do what the drakari was going to do so it's actually a nice little double entendre there i
0: like it i was going to look at it this way so look at Look at these numbers, just numbers, and we can dice them up here in a second. Forty-three Admech, forty-one Grey Knights, uh, mm-hmm. thirty-six Orcs, uh, and then forty-eight Drakari. Those are all, in my opinion, th- th- those have a little bit of parity in themselves. I think that people, those numbers probably yeah. aren't higher, maybe because everyone knows those are going to be on the mm. teams, and so people are trying to take things against them. And if you know, and then there's so some of this, you know, calling your shot. Look, you know, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. So bring those lists uh and then yeah. we see these other things like is T'au really the secret weapon against maybe a couple of these factions? Uh is that why we see more T'au than the others? Ha- have have uh people on certain teams shifted away from taking mm. more of those and, and and going into something like the T'au?
1: Well, uh, I think the T'au's
0: like a I think the towers up there were like the guard. If you build it for a specific purpose
1: yeah. in an eight in an eight player team, you can you can really hunt that purpose out. If you use it, if you wield them well, you're absolutely right, Paul. You spot on people can just find a way and find a reason to make this feel good, make this feel right. And yeah, I think it's a it's a big confidence pick for some people to be like, Well, you know what, you could you you were gonna go And so in, in the singles environment, that's a seven rounder, you were playing tower. If you went two and five, you should be proud of yourself. In like that's where you get you get your double double yeah. plates or whatever you were talking <laughs> about last yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, in a singles environment environment a this could just win seven games you know paired yeah, properly team played properly sorry yeah sorry yeah built properly played properly paired properly you just win seven damn games you know and all of a sudden you feel like a king we have to remember too,
2: because we have we have light tables in this,
1: right? If you get the Tau player on a light table, you get Planet Bowling Ball. Everybody's terrified exactly of that. Right. Like, they exactly still right. shoot really well, just, just, mate. Dude, you, same thing as with the nice I'll take three units of broadsides, yeah. go for the light table, and if you just if I just go first, well, your best list doesn't matter what it is, I'm gonna yep. smash it to bits.
0: <laughs> that's um, why I think we're seeing these fifty-four sisters. Sisters is higher. They got the utility They're, so okay, I'm bringing sisters. That's That's what we see the uh, the the uh, twenty-eight Astromilitarum. I think that's. I think some of these are preparing for this, which is artificially deflated the numbers, I should say yeah. artificially, it's actually scientifically deflated the numbers of <laughs> some of these uh, these uh, standout factions that we know with higher hmm. percentages, uh, it's probably why we see several few exactly. of you or know, less of Dude. them. Spot on. And what you said is, is, is absolutely right. Um, the
1: the drakari players may have been robbed by some of the Orc players, but I also actually think they might have been robbed by some of the Sisters players because it's a similar skill set with a different toolbox that actually has some better pairings than some of drakari's worst pairings. E.g., sometimes Grey Knights, Freebooters can, can be better because you have the Retributors to just be like dead, 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 dead. I, oh, I oh, oh, cool Dominions, they just kill one as well, just for the lulls, you know, is a dead buggy too. Um so yeah, I actually think that's your spot on mate. They're just kind of eating a little bit off each other. Um so our faction podium for our, our top I did the top five factions in representation. Death Guard, of course, sitting on sixty nine, sisters in second with fifty four lists, Necrons in third with forty nine, Dracari okay. with in fourth with forty eight, and Thousand Sons in
0: fifth with forty four. So it's not a huge you go for it. Uh, so, what's the better brick? Death Guard, Necrons, uh, or. Um, Dark, Angel? uh, uh, sorry, no, uh, Dark Angels? Sorry, no, Dark Angels.
1: I think Dark Angels, for my mind, for just the sheer evenness of the score they're going to give you. Like, this, like, Dark Angels just score like this. Maybe they don't win, but their score's just freaking steady <laughs> as all hell. They're the you most know? consistent, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And th- that's the only reason why, because they've got those just broke broke as hell secondaries. Yeah. But I think, I think, if you wanted to add, uh, the X factor, the X factor is with um, is with the, the, um, the Death Guard, just because they have just some... So Dark Angels will do what they do, and your opponent just stays there. Death Guard do what they do, but they mess with you. They make it terrifying to engage, whereas Dark Angels are like... You can do whatever you want. I'm still going to get a good score, but you you can score too. Um, I actually, I I think the X factor is the Necrons. Well, I will tell you quite a few of those Necron builds are double Katan. I looked, I looked at quite a few and there's plenty of double Katan in there. Yeah. What do you guys think (laughs) about that?
2: That's actually a little surprising to me. Like I feel like,
1: arcing lot is actually a really good build that's team dude event. that was the uh, that was the other one i was going to point out um arcing lot is prevalent in fact there are actually i think that's actually i, I said i said Catan. there's there's quite a few katan but i saw almost as many arcing lots and yeah. i saw almost as many weird kind of destroyer culty mixed oh. ones as well explain that the yeah explain the arcing lot dustin
2: the arc the arcing lot is basically you're you're building your entire list because. They all have transhuman built into them, because they're tough to six, so they they all could not be moving on anything but force. They all have a Mm. five-up involved that can be made into a four-up for uh, one CP. I think it is, like, one at a time, obviously. So it's ridiculously durable to have just ghost arcs, uh, doomsday arcs, tesseract arcs. These all these, tesseracts tesseract arcs have four-up involved, by the way. All these durable flying units that, with Mm. the custom, uh, what, dynasty? Got it? Custom dynasty are obsec. You don't have any idea how annoying that is when you can't even mm-hmm. kill these things they go wherever yeah. they want and just get on the objectives and keep them and they still put out a lot of damage i actually
1: really like annihilation barges like for a one or two of and the tesseract arcs are no joke they slap yeah. they're really <laughs> ridiculous good.
2: so mm. like those things can deny points and they're if you pair them into something that doesn't deal well with ghost arc, or like arcs in general which
1: to be mm. honest anything that doesn't reroll damage could have a rough time against them well uh, uh, quite a few of those arcing li- lists i've got one or two ghost arcs with 10 guys in it and the yep. 10 guys inside are double obsec yep. so what are you gonna do you're gonna kill the obsec boat and yep. let the 20 obsec guys get out that's or you're gonna what... just leave just leave it alone you can have those points on i'll go somewhere else uh, uh, i
0: Dorian, just pointed <laughs> that out in the chat he's like yeah double obsec you got to deal oh, with perfect. it mm-hmm. okay. yeah perfect exactly you it's just, gonna get
1: to, just, just gonna get your points like so so much of the time um so, but yeah, that's really interesting. So between, apart from Death Guard, and I think Death Guard is the overwhelming blowout. Sixty-nine list That's so mm-hmm. like so. What of eighty-six teams? So few players. Like what? So twenty-seven teams didn't take Death Guard out of eighty-six. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing my math right, um Sisters is well well over half. Necrons well over half, and about t- t- Thousand Sons Drakari are about half the half the people play it. Sorry, half the teams took one of those. um really excited to see because i think the death guard and the thousand sons are a bit of a, a duality build as well because they're both kind mm. of brick like can spam some mortal wounds you know much more consistent out of the t Sons. i feel like the t suns have the better better anti-infantry fire whereas the death guard have the
0: better anti-tank what do you guys think i agree with you on that 100 percent. i think that mm. things like the plague burst crawlers mm. and hopefully some flesh mowers in there come on flesh mowers <laughs> dude uh, you're, gonna it be, happen. you're gonna be ha- you're gonna be happy brother I, okay. I'm breaking it down. Easy. yeah, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> Do we want to go to my little chicken scroll that I do for big team events? Chicken uh, scroll. Pull up, yeah. So what?
0: So you do a what is this? Like you help with the
1: pairings and the matchings. Yeah, so when I do when I do um, team events, I usually look at a bunch of the teams because I just want to get a snapshot of what I, I usually go through. The best teams, the teams that I'm scared of, the t- players in yep. in my meta that I know I'm you know got to worry about, and I put I put their teams in their list through a couple of different a couple of different um little exercises. The first of which is deciding whether their list looks like on paper to be an attacker, defender, or a, I had to, to actually ask this one. I had to ask add this one for the end of eighth edition and now ninth edition. The misc, as in the tweener, the one that can be an attacker or a defender. <laughs> um and so i put the i put those in i put every list through so i'll go through every list and i'll be like oh, is this list an attacker a defender or a bit of a a bit of both and then the next one is is that list a skewed list or an all comers list is it pushing anything any anything in particular like say the um the ultramarines list is a perfect one or the, the old dread Ultramarines list that is a skew list
0: that is a list built for a specific purpose yeah. spamming out something all you took were you go up to somebody who's only has strength four weapons strength five mm-hmm. weapons or yeah. whatever it's uh you want that you
1: know Exactly, exactly. Um, or if they're an all-comers list, a list that you could almost see at a, a, t- a singles event, essentially. Um, and then the third one is, is that list built on what metric? Is it built on an MSU metric, a durable metric, or a hoard metric? I kind of feel like I've got to add another column because there is, cause a, a, a lot of, there's a lot of lists that are kind of sitting dead in the middle of all of those things. I, 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 I'm talking about Grey Knights is the one that I had, gave me the most headaches for this one. I had to actually split between the MSU and the Durable one, pretty much based on how many Dread Knights they had. If they had, if they had four or more Dread Knights, I chucked them in Durable. If they had if they'd less than that, that means I had a bunch more Power Armor, so I chucked them in MSU. Um, but I, they don't had, Paladins, I, man? I don't know if they're either. Well, no one had Paladins, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I don't know if they're either of those. I feel like they could almost have their own column of just like I'm a bit of everything. And then a bunch of other lists would probably go in there, like Paul's like favorite uh, MSU-esque but slappy Blood Angels would almost go into that column as well. Um, so it's interesting, as, as well as like the Skitarii um, vet cohort, like Sakhar and Spam. It's not quite MSU, it's not quite Horde, and it's very definitely not durable. So where does it? go it's kind of its own thing now because it gets to kind of be everything that's
0: why you know i just try to like win a lot of games i don't do a lot of homework (laughs) i'm kidding no i I want to talk about because what you're talking about everything everything you just described and the things you were you were leading through in that in that um discussion is that you're front-loading all your, a lot of your brain power so mm-hmm. when it comes time to have when you're when you're doing the pairings in these team events you know you've got 30 minutes or whatever to pair or something it's a, there's a lot of processing that has to be done and potential for error right there on the scene and so if you have this information you turn this information mm-hmm. ahead of time it uh shortcuts that for you so you're not fatiguing yourself there at the moment of decision yeah.
1: And of course, you as the as a part of your team have a good understanding of what you've brought. So you can use the information to leverage different parts of the matchup. Oh, they don't have very many skewed lists. They're mostly all comers. So look at which of their all comers list they have and then which one of our skew lists just get absolute potency here. So literally in the pairings, we have to wait for their counter skew list to get, to be out of the pairings. And then all of a sudden, our one just gets a clean sweep into everything that they've got. Stuff of that notion. Um, seeing how many attackers and defenders they have. Because as soon as you do that, if they've only really got like a couple of defenders, you know if you win the role to go first, it's going only going to be one of a couple of things that they're going to throw up to feed to you, um, you know, round one. These are the kind of insights you can glean through stuff like this. Do you want to bring it up for people? We'll run through some of the, the bits and pieces. Um, I will note that, you know, time is a factor here, and this does take some time. I think I did 15 teams I managed to do the breakdowns for at random as well.
0: We're going to bring it up on the screen so you can see some of this. Uh, Just see this. Uh, this big brain activity. activity. Big brain activity. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is what's going on in his brain. Uh, wrong,
0: wrong, wrong scene
1: oh that is (laughs) is way too clean to be adam's brain that is far too clean that's my that's my team's breakdown that's the next scene
3: so, okay. Right. As, you, you, oh. I put the
1: photo up in the thing for you. Just hold it up close to the camera. we uh, <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. There we go. You Look see, you see what
0: the high quality graphics were. Waiting. So, if you're listening to us yeah. after the fact, we do a live show, up, as I mentioned, and we're actually on camera right now doing some of this stuff. And so, Adam is holding up a piece of paper where he has a bunch of hash marks. I'm going to try to describe it, you're gonna going to ASMR it or whatever. There's it's it's hash chicken marks scratch. It's chicken is, scratch. He has uh, described that uh, there's this team, that team list. So, in, in, in the perfect world uh, where we're talking about this, where you're you're, uh, you're start trying to circumvent processing power on the, the moment of, is that you list all the team names down the side, and then you list what their categories of their list that they fall in, which is what he's done at this point right here, which you see on the screen. You're doing it and a so and then, too. Uh, when you already know based on this what armies of your team match up well against this, <laughs> so then when they go out and say they're to the put out, they put out something you already know in your mind what you've what has the best chance uh, that mm. you have assumed, and so that's what you put out. You don't even have to think about it. So you've you've now uh, given yourself a little bit of an advantage going into the, mm. uh, the, the this round.
1: Well, so if you like, guys, like I'll just throw out some things that I think are trends from the sure. 15, uh, 15 uh, teams that I managed to do. Um, very few hoard. Hoard has seemed to be not a thing that people are taking much of. If if anything, people are taking a minimum of three. If, in fact, nobody's taken less than three durability based lists. Everyone has taken three or more, and some have t- taken even six or seven durability based oh, lists. Oh,
0: that's 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 strong. That is, mm, I think that is probably is. what's going to win the day. He's doing to, our man Richard's trying to do it on the fly. Oh, oh um, there,
1: there we go. <laughs> so most, most, most teams only have one horde. the 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 average is one horde across these fifteen teams, um, and some have zero. Like there's one, two, three, four. There's four teams that have zero horde matchups. Zero, so zero horde based lists. And most of those horde, there's, there's only, there's, I think there's one or two that were Tyranids. The vast majority are
0: either Death Guard or Necrons. Uh, in the horde category what yeah in the
1: horde
2: category. okay so yeah, yeah
0: Poxwalkers are just uh, the iron, yeah. the silver tide or whatever hey you know why it's exactly because right. there's
2: so much towel
0: <laughs> yeah, said yeah or or...
1: spot on right. spot on look at this look at this bl- oh, blood you know top there shelf is. top shelf data right here Ooh. you know this is why you come to the show guys to get to get the goods this look. is like a
2: bowling score sheet
1: <laughs> so just to break it down at home every line you see represented here is a different team is a different team in, in attendance um and going from the left to the right you see attacker defender misc then you see the skewed and the adversity all comers and
0: the msu durability or horde base i like um, how you, you've, you've altered the approach it you, you did used to be you know it's just you know all comers horde mm. bricks you know it's or he's whatever dead of his brain yeah, yeah, oh, I'm, 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 I'm learning. Deeper. I'm, I'm evol- evolving. He's evolving. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, the misc category has gotten interesting as well. So the misc category the last time we did this was pretty much exclusively reserved for sisters and drakari. Um, but I'm starting to say I, there are some gray knight lists that I think made it into that as well, as well as way more sisters lists. Way more sisters lists are more balanced, very well kind of um, spread. They've got a very good spread of offensive, defensive, or, and, and MSU abilities in there. And also, there was one other faction that was making it in. Um, there's actually a couple of Orc builds that made it in. There were non freebooter Orc builds that I couldn't quite pick what they were. And so I chucked them in the Misc pile. So there's a couple of the threes in the Misc. Um, but the vast majority of those are drakari. Pretty much all those down there, bang, 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 at least one of those is drakari in the Misc column. Uh, what do you guys see here? Anything in particular?
0: Um, I see somebody's winning by six, uh, and somebody... <laughs> Owe somebody seven dollars. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Fine. Oh, I, I,
1: I, will, <laughs> I will cease. I will cease watering down uh, this content with my hard,
0: hard work. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, this is what I'm, you start looking at. You're looking for uh, trends, uh, geez, so yeah. you know what you what you. Uh, well, one, maybe you don't. You missed the mark this time because lists are already submitted. But you know exactly, mm. you know how to plan for the next time so stuff like this comes yeah. up. Exactly right. Um,
1: Jumping down into top players in attendance. Now, I hit up the WTC team captain for, for Spain. A lovely man named Gabriel. And he gave me the, the names of a couple of the most notable teams in attendance. The guys who go and they, well, first, the first team we're going to do is the defending champions, the guys who won it, the most recent one, which I think was 2019. I don't think they were able to run it last year. Um, and he also gave me a list of the two, like the two of the other teams that always kind of just hit a podium or hit a top five. And so we're going to run down those for you guys so you can get a sense of what these style of lists are. All right, my man, load that first one up. Let's have a gaze. This first Ooh. team is, the, of course, the defending champs. This is Artemis plus Patchy or Pachi. Apologies, my Spanish is not fantastic at the best of times. Hell, none of my linguistics are fantastic. <laughs> um, but their lineup sits as thus. The first of those being Death Guard. They're inexorable Vanguard and Patrol, and a Supreme Command, because, yeah, baby, Morty, Chaos Lord, three Volkart Contemptors, a Tallyman, two Bloat Drones with Flesh Mowers, my boy. There they are. Oh, man. There it is. P- play Caster, one unit of plague marines, one unit of poxwalkers, two plague versus, uh sorry, two PBCs and mortarian. I actually
0: really like this list. I that really like that does seem like a great list. Uh but it seems so d- I think Mortarion is one of those to where yeah, it's like great. You either have the tools to deal with them or you don't and it's and it's mm. more likely that you can pair up against someone who doesn't have the tools to deal with that. This seems mm. like it's going to be a solid scorer. This is well, this is not the durability, mm. this is the, I'm going to get all the points, you're going to have no models left, Deckard Variant.
1: Mm. Well, it's a hard skew, isn't it? Because everything everything that's dangerous in this list needs a multi-melter to take care of. Volkite Contempters, Bloat Drones... Um, you know, two PBCs and Morty. How many anti... How many... Sorry, uh, t- three Volkai Contemptors. How many anti-tank guns did you bring? Because chances are you're probably not enough. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, you've got to use a whole unit of Retributes to try and kill one of these um Volkai Contemptors or PBCs. Well, a Flesh just go straight in and picks them up, you know? Mm-hmm. You've only got probably three of those. I've got like six or seven of these things. And then on top of that... How do you kill morty if you need to you know <laughs> you know you, you swing and you miss at morty and the game's over like just
0: you just get shot to pieces in the play, burst crawlers you basically have to start beating on them turn one or they don't die yeah yeah
1: mm-hmm. it's also extremely good while we stand we fight game because it's got morty and two pbcs for while we stand we fights and you just like what are you gonna do like yep. y- y- if you if you've killed those three things chances are you tabled them and there was nothing they could have done anyway yep um, next one down, we have uh, T Suns. This is Cult of Duplicity um, and Cult of Time a Battalion and a Patrol. Ironman, Exalted Sork, Infernal Master, two times five Rubrics. A unit of Zangors, two Volkai Contemptors, ten Scarab Cult Terminators, two units of Force Spawn. Yes. And then in the yeah baby, yes! and then in, in the Patrol, he's got an Exalted Sorcerer and another unit of Rubrics. Um, so good. This is what I said about the T Suns list. It's just a good, well-rounded list, right? This is this is I love this list. Obviously designed by yeah. champions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love where i
1: love where their heads at mm. I, well it just seems like a good well balanced list in fact i wouldn't be surprised to see this become like the archetype in in singles because this is very close to i think the, the yeah, best stuff altogether well
0: i was just talking about is, you know the Enlighten or whatever is a small units but you know the spawn actually i mean i'm more of a fan of spawn in in the death guard than i, than I am the thousand suns uh mm-hmm. but you know that could be misplaced and maybe maybe the spawn are Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the more aggressive comp- uh, equivalent of an Enlightened. Yeah, I mean, it's it's having
2: storage. a four-up with those spawns is kind of annoying to shift. Yep. They can just be aggressive yeah. to step up and stand on objectives. If they don't care.
1: And the, the issue with the, um, the issue with the, the, the Death Guard spawn is they get the durability increase, but they don't get the double move, which is what you get with T-Sons. Mm-hmm. So just being able to shoot those bosses over there,
0: declare a charge, just be annoying, I think is really, really nice. Yeah, um, no, I think they um, next, absolutely replace what I was thinking about with Enlightened mm-hmm. and that's probably the best choice.
1: Is this um, spawn.
0: Is- Next
1: list down, we have the Grey Knights. Uh, Pressing Brethren, Outrider, Swordbearers, Patrol, Techie, Grandmaster, Dread Knight, 25 interceptors in a 10-10-5. Um, another Dread Knight, a Rhino. In Li- the next attachment is a Libby, another Grandmaster Dread Knight, a unit of Strikes. Two more Dread Knights. Pretty yep. cut and dry. It is just savage, lean, going to punch your face in.
0: This is what you, this is the Grey Knight list you expect to see uh, winning. Yeah. This, so this is a, a situation to where the Grey Knight singles tournament list also translates really well into the Grey Knight team list. That's exactly
1: what I meant about that kind of tween a roll, because this is this is just a really aggressive list. But if you wanted to, you could just chuck this into a like a bad matchup and that guy just sits in his deployment zone and be like, you can't come into no man's land because I'll throw out Interceptors and kill you. But if I I'll do the same if I do that. So we're gonna get like a, a small draw-ish something. I'm not you know, sure what the techmarine's
0: doing here. I don't know how I don't see how he keeps up with the Dreadnights.
1: Yeah, I I do agree with that. Um it just kind of loses pace like you got five you got five dread knights and only one of them can be healed
0: so i mean and I obviously it's gonna they be gotta that to come back you know you're gonna you're gonna cross you're gonna meet in the middle somewhere when they're done killing everything and hopefully mm. pick up a couple of extra wounds but
1: Alright, moving on. Sisters, Bloody Rose, uh Vanguard, Argent Shrount Patrol, uh Celestine, Tunes of Five Sacrescents, Dogmata, Tunes of Eight Repentia, Tunes of Eight Zephyrum, Rhino, and then a the next attachment you've got a missionary a missionary, Morvin Vile, Tunes of Five Sisters, a Hospitaller, Tunes of Five Dominions, Tunes of Five Retributors, and a Battle Sanctum. This is the this is the goods. This is like I, like I have bring your own I terrain. everything. You don't yeah. care
0: about the, the, the light tables, you can you mm-hmm. deploy your whole army behind the piece of Castle that you brought, dude. Exactly right. Bringing the Battle Sanctum
1: in the teams event just means you have so much more agency when you have those different different um, yep. density terrains. You just mm-hmm. insulate
0: yourself. You um, talk about is X like... factors. You know, from we were talking about the previous discussion in the last segment, uh, the Battle mm. Sanctum shores up a couple of those for you. You know, it's it's one less thing you have to worry about. And I'm a big fan of that. Big fan of yeah. things where reducing what I need to process every round, especially when you're around you're around mm. five or whatever, uh, you're shot. You're playing for this you're you're prone to every time you have to make a decision you open yourself up to make a mistake uh and yeah. then this is you've already got your brain wired uh for success spot on well this yep. is this list is just like the two of everything good list right dustin i'm a little
2: surprised to not see two rhinos in here with the two dominion squads because mm. i feel like yeah. that, the, the, having the extra rhino. so two of them are kind of moving around with the scout move i think that, that that's a little surprising but as you're saying
0: like, I, I love this in the this, singles this is the event guts they probably have that, but the the mm-hmm. battle sanctum is taking up the Rhino points in this. Uh... It's true. Yeah. Almost, almost exactly, actually. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up,
1: we have a, uh, Eldari list. It's a Harlequins and a Syrian of course, Soaring Spite Patrol, Custom Craftwood, Expert Crafter, Hunter of Ancient Relics. Um, for the other one uh let's go troop master three into five troop two star weavers uh a a sky run in the next attachment a war sky runner two to five Dark avengers five striking scorpions two to five shining spears three times three dark Reapers, and two falcons
2: whoa
0: Interesting whoa, whoa.
1: Falcons. Yeah.
0: whoa what mm. <laughs> there are falcons <laughs> i don't know if uh-huh. you know this but a falcon is also a troop transport <laughs> it is six well,
1: man yeah Two, two units to five, yeah, two units of five Dire Avengers can start in there, scoot around. This is another thing where I said, you, a lot of the time when you take in the units of troop and you've got a melee weapon and a shooting weapon on it, you don't want to throw that thing out onto an objective just to get blown up and destroyed, yeah? A Falcon mm. with, like, cheapish Dire Avengers just, th- good, like, chucking out onto objective, it's a good alternative. It's and got a lot of back- shots, back- too.
0: So the yeah, Falcon exactly. has many guns on it, which are all kind mm-hmm. this, In this world we live in right now, I think they're quality weaponry. Yeah, exactly right. So I'm actually, the, strength, I actually like this. The, the volume of fire and the strength of the weapons. That's why I don't mean mm. that they're they're overly bit, great, except for the fact they've got a lot of shots, decent strength, uh, and it's on a movable, survivable platform. Mm.
1: Exactly right. Next up, Death Watch Battalion, Captain, Lieutenant, Techie, two Proteus kill teams, a Spectrus kill team, uh, three Redemptors, three and three Volkite yeah. Contemptors. This is cut and dry, Alpha Strike, you're going to smash you down, baby. Um,
0: but not yeah. much more to speak to, is it? Well, uh, let's let's think of the strategy of, the t- of this team, though. Is it basically Volkite Contemptors are great. So we have 12 of them. Yes,
1: <laughs> you're right. They do. They have three three armies that are all leveraging Volkite Contemptors. That's hilarious. <laughs>
3: and terrifying as well yeah
1: well exactly right so all right, if you, you chuck up an army that doesn't have a lot of anti-tank and they put up that death guard list and they put up the death watch list and you're like all right either way you go you have at least six dreadnoughts to deal with pick your poison brother enjoy yeah. you know <laughs> this is your eating experience i like that strategy one of them has know. yeah one of has Mortarian, you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah sorry uh, no, go ahead. I just, I, just, I just, I like the strategy of the fact that they're, they're, they've done this to, ca- to cause list confusion. Mm. There's no, mm-hmm. there's just, no one can can take a safe route in this yes. jungle of terror. Yeah, That's exactly. The, right.
2: we're, you're talking about like uh, target priority in game. This is target priority in matchups, like
1: in pairings. pairing so. yeah. All right, next up we have Dracari. This is very conventional. We've probably not much to see here. Strife, Blackheart, Custom Coven, Enhanced Organs, Mastery, uh, Torturers. This is, this is interesting. We're starting to, This is the second time I've seen this ever. The first time was last weekend when Short Naden took it. Um, two succubuses, a unit of Blood Brides, unit of Witches, ten Hellions, and then five Hellions. And then his, uh, he's got a medium core of the Archon with an Archon, a unit of Rax, two units of Incubi, five Raiders. And then lastly, Drazar, two more units of Rax, seven Incubi, um, and a last Raider. Um, the enhanced organs is the ignore cover, um, ignore heavy, sorry heavy and light, and of, and you minus one CP on the rear to wound strat for Coven's units, e.g. the the racks in this case. Mm-hmm. Interesting choice, um, and yeah, probably not much to see there, so we'll probably move on. Because well, lastly, we're mean, be... uh,
0: let's let's think of it this way. At least we give it is that this list seems to be weak against a single a certain orc build. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. uh, but the rest of the army are the rest of the armies in the team. Uh we'll see should do all right. So that's if that's if yeah. that's the only thing that this list has to dodge. Absolutely right. This so that's a great actually, way, great place to be. This I'd say this
1: list has like three decent to good matchups into the into the freebooters. Well list that won't just get tabled into the freebooters yeah. You can chuck like especially that death guard list. That death guard list, if that gets into freebooters, will actually pants it. Yep. oh uh, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna bring a Waz bomb over here? I've got th- I've got three flesh mowers and Morty. Can, yes, like bad choice. Bad choice, brother. Yeah, here's yeah. Let me tell you how that story ends. Yeah. hmm um all right last up we have an Admech mars brigade veteran cohort like pfft, okay um two ma- <laughs> two marshals and a manipulus two times 20 rangers. five vanguard uh, so and, and then five rangers. two times five uh vanguard two times five infiltrators ten yeah. rustalkers. three single ballistari. one on, on a dune crawler two scorpions disintegrators and a single dune
0: crawler uh th- this is uh we've seen this before Mm. uh this list before this list that's this this may be something that uh, adminbag players are pivoting towards uh so really expect it going into not just this team event mm-hmm. uh but we saw this in we saw this similar configuration in a big singles event last last week as well
1: well, so what I'm when I don't know about how people are seeing out there, but I've started considering stuff like Calidus Assassins and things of that to try and bottom out Admex CP early. So then, turn three, if I have anything left, at least I can stop it getting doubled and triple dunked on, you know. Um, and then they take a brigade, and you're like, well, why did I bother? You know, <laughs> why did I bother with any of that effort? Uh, because they're just going to go the distance, and every single one of their little units can just do so much more than you think it can all the time. It's really powerful. Yeah um but yeah so that is the defending champ so they've got death guard sons gray knights sisters a mixed um mixed uh, eldari deathwatch Drakari, and admek
0: um it's a fearsome lineup that this is this is a, this is a bit of a i guess a hurricane uh, of mm. of list of a power is really what this is <laughs> and, but it's it's all it's all the great stuff uh, i mean i think you you could uh, there's the bad matchups that a couple of these lists have, I think they've suffi- sufficiently insulated them with some of the choices that they made here. Like, mm. you know, like I mentioned, like how few lists of them are going to have actually Mertarian. I think they again they've gone around the other side of it. They're like, you know what, we are going to take Martarian, uh mm-hmm. in this in this stuff, you know, and, and then throw in a Death Watch list, which we know has stratagems that can can pivot to to mm-hmm. many different things. But it was also a great excuse for them to get in three more. Vol, uh, Volkite Contenders.
1: Yeah, exactly right. To go with the two in the t Sons and the, the three in the Death Guard. Now, what I love here is that if I thought about the best armies in the game right now, Orcs is the only one that's missing from this lineup. Like, yep. So you've got Car, you've got Admech, uh, you've got, Admec, you've got um, Grey Knights, you have t Sons, you have Sisters. Oh, what, what do like they that's... have in place of an Orc list right now? They've got the Death Watch. They've got the Death Watch, exactly. And they've got the Double Down with the Mixed Eldari, so that if you do have a plan to crush their Drakari, well, guess what? We have still a thing that's going to do the same thing you know, as, as, as them. Um, in addition to that, their line, No Line of Sight shooting list, they've got two of them, which is nice. They've got the, the Mixed Eldari, and of course they have the, the Death Guard with the PBCs. And of course they have the Cheeky, actually they have Cheeky um, at No Line of Sight in the Admech as well. So they've got three lists that have just little pinch hitting No Line of Sight elements that I quite like as well. So that means that they, they're very comfortable in the Dense Tables.
0: I think there's some courage in taking this list. I can tell you that if I was talking with my team, like, you know what? I'm thinking about taking some Falcons. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, slap the dozen yeah, like, out of their hand. Like, well, oh, you're not good. You know, so, you know? <laughs> uh, On to our what, next tape. Courage and trust.
1: Courage <laughs> and trust.
0: <laughs> that's what so they would next- say. That's what they would think. You know, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you have to think. But look at the science that went into this. That that was that the those lists were not created in vacuums from each other. I believe that those hmm. lists were created uh, very yes. much it, with with the idea of synergy between all of them, and that's commendable. And it, it looks like a great great outcome like, like if i look at that the only there's only three lists here that i think haven't been tailored
1: for the the teams and they pretty much just go on to your gk's player take your best gk's list their drakai player take your best drakai player and their adding player take your best ad list and, and then everything else is just like beautifully feeding and wrapping around the team environment no. jumping down to our next team this is bp0 or bpo i don't know which it is um we're going to get that, that up on screen yeah beautiful here we go uh
0: starting uh, off Nick, with uh, we may be sleeveless uh for new years we'll do that on there for sure. you formal wear. Dark Angels, Vanguard, and Outrider.
1: So you can assume what you're going to see here. Uh, Asriel, a, a Bladeguard Ancient. Two units of two Deathwing Command. Two times 10 Deathwing Terminators. A single Talamaster. A Ravenwing Apothecary. Three single attack bikes, which I'm a big fan of. One unit of bikes. And one Land Speeder. So what's uh, interesting to note here is that that unit of bikes is OBSEC and uh, and so are all the terminators so this is a good this is a good brick list right just good put it up it's yeah. going to get points versus anybody and attack
0: mice can be so annoying mm,
1: you yeah
0: you don't well, want thought... to shoot because you don't want to shoot at them like how many wounds you got oh and you got a save well, you... you might you do might you... roll your save
1: they're Ravenwing. They've got a 5-up invulnt. Yeah. And every yeah. turn that you can shoot at them, they'll have a 4-up invulnt because they're probably advanced. They're actually really frustrating. Um, yeah. So Same for the Landspeeder. If you're shooting at it, chances are it advanced. So, you know, it's just going to be taking double the amount of shots that you want. Um, next up, we have an Admech build. This one is of a I have, I haven't chucked down it's a Marsh Battalion, it's a, it's a Mars Battalion with the Veteran Cohort. Two Marshals, Manipulus, 19 Rangers, 17 Rangers, five Rangers, five Infiltrators, five Rustalkers, two two Balistari, ten Taraxi, three dune Dunecrawlers, and
0: two Bombers. Now, the Dunecrawlers are an interesting choice here, but I'm willing to bet choice. that they, are, they, they may be there to, to be a little bit of flyer insurance against other lists.
1: Hey, could very well be. I actually forgot what he had on those because I was in an absolute haze of yeah. I don't know what they're armed with, but I'm, I'm just, hoping I'm, I'm just hoping gonna... that actually is Onigas. I didn't wasn't supposed to write down Scorpius integrators Oh no, Scorpius <laughs> uh, integrators is also very good. Also both of those yeah yeah it turns <laughs> out both good choices um next up we have an orc freebooters list this is the first of the the free but this isn't a, i don't even think this is a conventional freebooter's list. It has some different elements um outrider and a patrol of course beast boss a unit of three def two units of two scrap jets um a unit of two a unit of one a unit of one, unit of one rocket truck squig buggies two dakajets. jets um a warboss on bike a unit of grots two, two units of commandos two units of storm boys a dakajet jet and a wasmom. Um so like this is what eight eight buggies? So none of the extras buggy. It's really it's kind of lean on that and is doubling down on the MSU portion. I
2: actually yeah, like I this led, a lot better than the one into we've the, saying.
0: And I like the extra storm boy unit there. Mm. Um and then the, the Flyers, of course. Can I
2: say it's yeah. about time somebody's taken some B-spots on the quigga Those things are monsters. So they are so, they're good, so
1: good. So good. Yeah. Um next up we have a dracari list this is very conventional it's um blackheart strife dark techno i'm probably even going to skip it because it's, it's very very <laughs> conventional um in fact i am going to skip it <laughs> the only things of note are a unit of, the, unit of eight hellions and yeah. he's actually got uh, is that yeah, a eight unit house and a three, you know the three Chronos, you know the two Chronos, and do you know, yep. scourges. I thought which I thought it's cute. Scourges, um, scourges
0: are okay, I guess, for the ability to to come in, you know, from reserves pretty pretty easily, deliver some decent firepower. But uh, the the mm. the Chronos we saw them play out in, in a couple of different tournaments very recently, and they they help create some interesting trades for your opponent where they've got to be making these value decisions about whether or not they want mm. to go in there and deal with it. And uh, we've seen them do very well yep spot on um
1: just so you know i did just quickly look up that admic, uh build because i really wanted to know you product my interest what were on those onigas it's all icarus arrays they're anti-air they're anti-air there so this, man, I this just... is dude this is the orc hunter this is know. the orc this is the orc <laughs> hunter it will slap down all four planes to turn one every time um no. yeah good call man next up we have the necrons first of the necron list we're talking about custom dynasty um eternal conquerors relentlessly expansionist mm-hmm. uh catacomb command barge and a technomancer a nightbringer tunes two Cryptos rolls, tunes ten lichguard you know the scarabs eight tomb blades and three units of three heavy destroyers you heard that right three huh. units of three heavy
0: destroyers wowie that's i'm not even sure what to think about this because this looks like a a list from six seven years ago <laughs> yeah, dude, it actually does, doesn't it? Um, you know, big unit of Tomb Blades, the
1: Nightbringer, you know, unit, you know, it's got two big bricks of Lich Guard. It's got shooting elements in the three heavy, th- three into three heavy destroyers, which I, t- I can tell you right now, absolutely cane, depending on what your tool to pick. And both of their guns are really good in this current meta. Uh, are you not playing Freebooters? Well, you're still strength seven, you know, with a bunch of sh- well, a bunch of shots into their toughness six. Oh, uh, you, you took the gorse. Well, then you're just super strength with rear rolls into their, you know, and, and de- the three D three damage. I like them a- I like them a lot. The the, mm-hmm. the heavy destroyers. I think they're really good. Yeah, a little it, bit too expensive. It, it
0: just seems like it's just a throwback variant. Mm, it's uh,
1: yeah. It's pretty cool. This, this this is what I mean about these kind of wonky durability skew lists. Um that I found it hard to quantify. But anyway, moving on. Uh, we've got Death Guard and Demons Hybrids. This is a Chaos Soup. So breaking. this is breaking um, Death Guard to do this. Mortarion's um, Anvil, Vanguard, and a Slaneshi uh, Outrider. Typhus, uh, 10 Poxwalkers, 2 Volcar contemptors, 2 and th- uh, 3 Death Route, a Tallyman, and 2 Bloat Drones with Flesh Mowers. Turns out, Paul, mm-hmm. Spain is where the Flesh rowers reside. That's it's the really Flesh right. Mower Meta right there. They know it's up over there. Yeah, as soon as you, as soon as you enter the... Uh, as soon as he
0: enter the Iberian Peninsula, it's just flesh mowers. <laughs> Typhus <laughs> is an interesting choice. Uh I took Typhus in a in a small tournament, like a like so many points, like mm. a few so few points should not have had Typhus in that tournament. <laughs> but uh Exactly. I don't I don't know if he how he how he does in the in the larger games. This is gonna be yeah. uh interesting to watch this one.
1: Well, the rest of the list is two PBCs to round out that detachment, and then the next one starts off with Bellicor and three units of fire <laughs> furies. <laughs> uh, okay, um, this list is this is this is sick. I like yeah. this a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's um, like a fun list. Yeah, well this is similar to the one we just talked about. So yeah. it's got the big beta in, you know, Morty versus Bellacore. It's got the flesh bow, it's got the two PBCs as well, it's got the Volkart contempters. It's just uh packing the Death Route instead of um the extra contempter and the Yeah, the, one of the other things. Yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, I actually like this list a lot as well. It's a bit more jank in it. Of course, Bellicor brings a whole slew of uh, special rules and abilities. Um, but you give up, of course, the, the minus one toughness one, which makes it's me like think... It's powers all over the place. You know, there's, there's, yeah. there's, there's options here. Makes me think this is much more of a defensive build. This is like doubling down defensively, right? Because Bellicor just going to play like as your linebacker. Mm-hmm. At least that's mm-hmm. how I'm seeing it. I could be, I could yep. be wrong. Yeah, you're probably right. Yep. Um next up we have Thousand Suns, Cult of duplicity Battalion Battalion, Cult of Magic Patrol, Armin, Um uh, Infernal Master, three into five rubrics, and you got know, ten Scarab Cult Terminators. Uh five spawn and then a single spawn. And then next next in the patrol has an exalted sork, two into five rubrics and two Volkite contemptors. Once again. Uh,
0: what do you guys think I, I heard Spain likes it.
2: contemptors and flesh mowers, man. Contempters flesh
0: mowers, spawn, <laughs> the spain meta is where it's at. It's,
1: it's the place to be.
0: Yeah. place to be mate or the uh, place not to be because that is strong that is the strongest <laughs> stuff out there right well, now I don't, well, don't know why again, more folks aren't taking it so I, so
1: realistically that death that death guard build and the one we saw in the other list as well I wouldn't expect to see that at a singles event but this Sons list and the last Suns list I wouldn't be surprised to see that at a singles this Suns mm-hmm. list is just really well rounded into everything it's just really consistently good I like it
0: mm-hmm. let's, let's hit this last list and we'll do a little bit of analysis right.
1: we, got, we, got to, we have a segment that we do at the end of every show but we gotta to jump to that Beautiful. We've got a Sisters Battalion. Uh, sorry, a Battalion. This one is Argent Shroud. It's got Celestine, Palantine, Palantine, sorry. Uh, six units of five Sisters, or with a multi-melter. Um, five Sacrosins, a Dogmata, Repentia Superior, tunes to nine Repentia, tunes to five Dominions, five Seraphim, a single Exorcist, tunes to five Retributors, and two Rhinos. Uh, I actually am a huge fan. I like this list a lot. For
0: for a Argent Shroud build, I think, and into teams, I think this is really good. We've mentioned rhinos a lot more frequently than we have in previous uh, shows, and, and yeah. I think that rhinos actually ha- really have a place in the game right now, uh, whether it be tr- moving zerkers up the field in rhinos, uh, moving, you know, some great, I wouldn't say great, because they can jump or whatever, but uh, the thousand suns up in, mm. in the, the Adeptus Soritas, moving up in rhinos, uh, really worth checking out. If you it's, it's, previously forgot it, helps, it, it <laughs> helps
2: dull the alpha strikes that a lot of the lists have too because if you're coming yeah, against mm-hmm. a bunch of daca jets they're wounding you on fives now too you're protecting a lot of your assets that's 70 or sorry the 90 point unit or whatever it ends up being i can't remember off the top of my head anyway 80.85 so anyway that that 80, <laughs> 80 to
0: 90 point unit. it's one sanctum in... worth of points <laughs>
2: <It's> one, one <laughs> sanctum worth of points it gives you so much value and in the end it can sit in an objective too in the middle of the table too because Even when it's, especially when it's empty, they don't want to shoot that. But nobody feels good about
0: shooting it. It's the same attack bike. It's worse. It's it's twice as bad as the feeling of
1: shooting in an attack bike. Exactly. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, but yeah, so just running down this uh, this team, we've got a very defensive Dark Angels build, got a very just all-rounded good, well, so anti-air Admech build. We've got the, the free boot, it's kind of a middle-of-the-road free, not, not all in on the buggies, but kind of a bit more MSU. Um, got a straight up and down Drakari build, like, you, like you'd see anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, an interesting kind of bricky Necron build with like big durable bricks and then large units of heavy destroyers. Um, a kind of, you know, double down on the mech side of things, Death Guard and Demons build, an Orc. Come as T Suns build and it, and it kind of an all comers anti tank sisters build. This is another pretty interesting set of lineups. As for the like the top factions represented here, they're all kind of here. We've got Ad we've got orcs, we've got Draconic, we got um, we got sisters, we have got T Like what is actually missing apart from Grey Knights? It's, there's Everything else is here again.
0: Yeah. So William, what do they take? What do you think replaced their Grey Knight in this situation?
1: Well, if I had to say there was a weak link, of course it was going to be, you know, of of these lists. In fact, in in representation, the Necron build is a Necron list. And, and faction is one of the weaker ones at the moment. Doesn't mean it's not good. In fact, I think that is a phenomenal build to take. Well, their builds, yeah. Just look at the builds. It's a it's great, deep. great build. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah. But if it was it. To, if
1: it was to swap one out, that would be where it is, obviously. See, I look at, um, at
0: armies like in a team event. You know you. Low model count armies like Grey Knights or Custodes or whatever, if people feel like they absolutely need one, they can figure out a way to make it happen. So mm-hmm. when, when those things aren't in a list like this, and we know that they've got some of these these traits that do really pretty well in these team tournaments, uh, it's interesting for, to me to to maybe try to dissect what they chose to go, mm. you know, what oh. their path, where they they said, I want this instead of that. Well, see, so what I love, one of the bits I
1: love about team events is that you'll have like somebody, probably the guy in this Necron build, who's like a faction specialist, ne- you know, ride or die Necrons, and the, people will see this lineup and be like, "Well, Necrons is obviously the weak link," and that's mm-hmm. like your like best player because that's the guy who's got like a thousand reps with that list, and everyone else is just jumping on a good team skew. Every so strap. people, people think that's the weak link, and you just like you put up somebody to crush it, and he that guy crushes you, and that's. The best. That's it's, the best.
2: It's funny that you say that too, because that's actually a really good strategy with a lot of teams, and a lot of teams do it too, mm. including teams that I've been on. When yep. GSC at once they dropped off, I was always considered the, the worst player on the team. Yeah. Like, oh man, the yeah. GSC, I'll crush that. Put me against that. I'll get 20 points. Nah, man. Mm. Get out of here. But yeah, you'll see so, all these eight team, all these eight team or eight player teams, they'll always take one rogue. And that rogue mm. is often t- they're uh they're a dark horse, like they will they, surprise
1: you. Well, it's it's the guy on the the gun player on the under power on the under yes. underpowered faction. Exactly. And it's exactly how it goes. I love it. Flipping, flipping matchups. expectation like your team put it down as a green well guess what son we had it down as a green as well and
2: one of us is going to be wrong (laughs) (laughs) one of us is wrong so what what you're referring
0: to is that you you, you're planning out we need to win xyz number of games we feel like we're going to get these uh and so this is just in in the pocket we need you Mm -hmm. know because you can't have a lot of communication between your your, and your Mm -hmm. uh teammates uh while the games are going that's actually like federated or whatever you can't there's just yeah. certain things you yeah. can and can't say uh so you you uh you have to you communicate in your mind you know like okay i know i've got to win this one because the team knows i have to win this one or i can lose this one and it's all right as long as i get five points or whatever exactly you know, and and your team sought out that matchup yeah. wanted that matchup
1: on the premise of your grain being correct yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so therefore as soon as you flip it I mean, that could be a that could be a snowball effect. Like someone else already took a red down there to get you that green, and that guy actually gets dumpstered. So all of a sudden, you've lost two games to that's get you worst. that game, that and that's where it just that all the Cards just all falls down. It's yep. it's so much fun, guys. I love it.
0: Yep. Uh, it thanks for happen. thanks for coming and signing off in the chat. Uh, Thursday show. I say it's the best, best show. It's the best Great. show. Um, that's Right, best yeah, show. Well, there's a show. Best Thank, show. You. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So let's bring up the flago repito. The flago repito is a segment where we close out the show, where we we run down a series of rapid fire t- uh, topics. We give ourselves two minutes to uh, uh, to expound upon them, and when the timer clock runs out, uh, the topic is over, and we move on to the next one. As soon as it starts uh, t- counting down, we'll fire off the, the topics here. Dune. (laughs) What's the rating? Out of 10? uh, Adam, I don't know. No spoilers here. No no spoilers. spoilers No spoilers. Uh, uh, But we can talk about the book or the movie. What's your rating? Okay
1: um for the book i haven't seen the movie yet. i'm watching it this weekend with my my girlfriend um but out of 10 for the book i give it a solid eight and a half out of ten I, yep. it was it, when i when i read that as an early teen it was uh groundbreaking for me absolutely phenomenal novel got some sci-fi got some space marines yes you know, there's, there's, uh, <laughs> yes there's things well, I, already, I already knew about 40k so it was kind of like reading about the origins of 40k in you know get the cart before the horse and be like that's where they got that from and that's where they got that from this is so cool you know the origin story of the mythos it's fantastic
0: yeah. dustin what do you think have you seen the movie I,
2: I have seen the movie so i've I've read the book seen the movie played the game so book I, i'd give it eight out of ten movie nine out of ten the only reason i'll give it ten out of ten you will I, I can't spoil it so you'll have when you watch it you'll know why and the yeah. game ten out of ten just because that thing just started so 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 much in my in my repertoire of games that i love with the, the star i, crabs, I, I never the played the game I, really I the book yeah um, i never played the
0: game either so what the, the, the book mm. i'm the book is good i'll just say that the book i've only read the first careful one.
2: paul careful
0: I, I will say I enjoy I've enjoyed every single Dune movie or TV show or mini series even the even the one that like the original one with David Lynch that are for yeah. you know that people give a lot of hate towards I've enjoyed it's every one. single one of them um saw this this movie this past weekend and i will I, I liked it i I enjoyed where they kind of departed or fleshed out things from other things or whatever but i will say with again no spoilers i loved the music the music mm. and the scoring of cool. this film yes. is epic if that if it doesn't take the oscar something's wrong that's it and the visuals and the visuals yeah all right so here we go will octarius change the landscape so the octarius campaign book so this campaign book uh, has given uh, like a new lease on life to some factions that have older uh codexes will octarius alter what people see at tournaments
2: go ahead Adam. You start?
0: Nah, you can start with this
2: one you want me to start with this one absolutely yeah, deal are, you, are, you, are you kidding me <laughs> I, I've been practicing and playing with this new stuff that Tiered has got, and it is devastating. They mm. went like the, the, we got no defensive buffs, but you're gonna start seeing these Alpha Strike Tiered lists that if you don't go first against them or don't have a way to survive against it, you will die.
0: So you need to you're, be ready. Like for a red this. hot comet, just or cannonball fired yeah. out. You don't need to mm. defend. It's true.
2: Like, you you need to be ready for these Tiered list guys. I'm telling you right now. This is your this is your
0: fair warning.
2: <laughs> be ready for these
0: tiered lists <laughs> What's out for you? what do you aggressive. think is is propelling that
2: it, well the chapter master rerolls is definitely going to be doing a big difference in that and all of these strats every almost every single one of them is going to have play the exploding sixes like just natural sixes some of the the uh make anything obsec or double obsec it, it's I, I, it's a full review. I don't have enough time to go through all mm. that. I'm telling you that the, the aggressiveness of this, of the uh, Terranist now is going to be so devastating. And they have they have some defensive buffs that were already built into the Codex that you're going to start seeing come into because, like, Palace now, you're going to see in a lot of lists, and they have defensive mm. buffs built into them. So yeah. they're not going to be as hard to shift, which is something I've noticed too. I love it. It's going to be, be say,
1: crazy. I, don't, I,
0: can't, I can't even tell I you can't, the strategy. I, I want to. to. Just, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't.
1: Adam, this what is, do you this think? is what, this is why I refuse to go first because I didn't want to take the time off Dustin. Um, <laughs> I think absolutely, uh, Tyrion's lists are the ones that are only gonna, are the only ones that are actually going to make a significant splash. Like the what Tyrion's got will change them from being a C or B tier to probably a middle to lower A tier, De- almost definitely, possibly oh, middle even lower more. A? Um, yeah. Um, Deathwatch got a side grade essentially, which uh, oh, I think well, will be good later. Time. It's not good now. And uh, We've uh, got, got to tune in into our podcast. <laughs> Just
0: tune into the podcast and hear about all the rest of this stuff. <laughs> so here's a hobby thing: our decals cheating the hobby is it is it uh is this a, a shortcut should should are our, our decals good bad and different do you use them and do you use them well should you use Adam, adam's is confused i use them i love them i don't I cheat knew him.
1: it i knew it i knew they're, it they're just as hard to see it in his face. Very, he's a decaler he's a decaler to use they're not they're not easy mode like trying to figure out decal if you mess up a decal you possibly have just ruined the model Whereas if you've done free, if you've stuffed up your freehand, paint over it, whatever. You know, yeah, it's but... it's a big difference there. And yeah, well, some and some of the stuff that I use decals on, it's just stuff I can't <clears throat> physically. I don't have the capacity to paint. Like it's just yeah. that, that's pretty much why I use
0: decals because I can't do that. Well, here's here's actually a trick. If we get a decal on, and if if you feel like, well, one, there's several it. different things you can use. There's products you can use uh, to to help it form into the whatever you know the, the shape of whatever you're putting it on, or kind of blend in into the the paint where the you, it kind of dissolves the uh, the backer or whatever on it. But then yeah I think you're just making the motion you can actually paint on the decal like if the mm-hmm. uh, once you have it on mm-hmm. there, if you're really worried about the texture of it looking different than the rest of your model you can paint on top of it uh, and it's a great almost like coloring book' you know paint my numbers type type situation you just paint over the part you don't like so I take it you're against decals Dustin no 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 okay
1: I'm not against decals I Well I to take like a position <laughs> I, I would done. like to see, I would like to judge your models should you say that? You say such bold a statement! I demand Bring judge. Bring it, buddy.
2: I've, I've decaled in the past, and it, Adam's right. They're they're actually not easy to put on. So cheating? No, I mean if you can do it, all the power to you. If you make it look good, I actually I will airbrush my symbols on. So I'll like cut out little uh, stencils, stencils, and do it that way. <laughs> I feel like I, I, I like the I like the aesthetical cool. look of that.
0: Though. No, with Gene Stealer yeah. Cult with that. Oh, we're out of time, but that actually looks amazing. Yeah, like I've seen mm. that done to well yeah. good effect. Here's a here's a spicy one. Our flyers in Warhammer forty thousand fun. Go, <laughs> <laughs> Adam. We'll go with you.
1: Okay, so I started playing the game forty k properly in sixth after after stopping in Ooh. third Ooh. or fourth. And so I've never been across from flyers whilst having no flyers and thought I was going to have a good time. <laughs> so I don't think they have. I don't think they are fun. I think they can be, but I think in general they're not. Like the single, you got the single, you got the single Valkyrie in the guard mm. army. Amazing, hilarious, awesome, beautiful, good for you champion. Single Storm Raven even in a great nice list, so to speak. One just won an event on the weekend. Cool, awesome, thematic. Storm fun. Raven. Yeah, yes. A, a Green Eye Stormblade released one a one a, a huge major on the weekend. Hilarious, fantastic. Ooh. Um, are they fun in general? No. A last edition, even just the, the triple doom sites, the Eldar flyers. Like the amount of times where I can say a, like a flyer is fun to not fun is like one to ten.
0: Oh, I for had a memory ten... pop up for me. Mm. It was me with four flyers, some sweet Eldar flyers. I had fun. <laughs> well, I... I played. Oh, Dark yeah. Angels. I played. <laughs> if Arch- you're using
2: them, sure.
1: <laughs> I, I me I memed out and played Dark Angels flyers, and the only thing that could beat me was the liquefy spam Drakari at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't. So you know, even that was oppressive. Even though they're not great, they're, they're they're costed appropriately, and they're not amazing. Uh, Dustin, what do you think?
0: Yeah, you got organic flyers, Dustin. What, what's going on? Yeah, organic
2: flyers. No, see, I'm not going to include them in this right now. So competitively speaking, no flyers are not fun, and I'll tell you exactly the reason why is because they encourage and emphasize alpha strikes true yeah hardcore like if you're taking you're taking players you're off of striking you're not hoping to go second with flyers
1: yeah ever well but even if you do they mitigate the risk because they can start so far back on the on the from the center line you can outrange a lot of the issues yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah, but we're out of time on that one that's gonna be something that i think that we can Mm. talk about on future episodes uh Mm -hmm. because yeah playing with all figures are fine uh so are lower point games potentially the way of the future have we have we uh, reach some um threshold where two thousand point games might not be giving us the most competitive games anymore, Dustin, you want to take
2: it? Sure, I'll take this one right now.
0: I think we are
2: are actually at a point right now where two thousand point games might be a little too much. I've seen a lot of games mm. that don't that don't go the distance now. I'm gonna say this right now that reducing the points doesn't change that. It's usually players that just when you think, Oh, I got so much time, it'll be fine even when your clock, but that's 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 beside the point. I think reducing the points in competitive play might actually mitigate some of the problems we're seeing Mm. in competitive play you're not going to be able to focus so much on some alpha strikes some of those models like flyers for example you can't afford to have four flyers in a 1500 point list if you want to score points right Mm -hmm. well
0: let's uh, we talk about this on the uh, fdn show this week coming out uh, later on this week is that once you drop to a certain point threshold you actually reduce the amount of detachments that are available to you yep. the amount of cp that are available uh, to mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and and i mean this you know in in our like we're talking about competitive match play tournaments and yeah. the standard right now is 2000 points mm-hmm. have we would would it benefit us to have more competitive balanced games at a lower point. Sorry. So one of, the, one of
1: the things I'll point out is that the, the one of the reasons why Admech and Jakari are so overwhelming is that they get to have redundancy and no one else does. Mm-hmm. They get to have double not, not only just single single level of redundancy double triple redundancy Hey I've got three units of incubi but I've also got three killer characters that are essentially other units of incubi on top of that I got mm-hmm. I got hellions and I got all these boats and I got blah, 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 and you know blood Bride and trueborn and they got they got secondary and like tertiary levels of redundancy like which marines, Custodes, death guard T Sons, and just no one else gets to have cutting down the points might bring some equilibrium to that so I'm actually not
0: against it I think 1500 sounds pretty amicable. Something to think about. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what people think about that that topic, because uh, we are out of time. We can't discuss it anymore, legally, by the rules. <laughs> by the rules.
3: <laughs> time uh, here.
0: Uh, well, gentlemen, we are at the end of the show. I know we only talked about one event, but it's a whopper of an event. It's, it's worth. It
1: was worth. It was yeah. worth the time. It was worth the grind. That's because that's a super major of such longevity and scope and story that you know we love being able to do that stuff. Well, yeah. there's
0: a lot to digest there too, with 680 players uh with do all it the justice lists. right yeah, get to yeah do it justice. so happy to talk about it and look let us know if you got events coming up over the weekend hit us up on social media many of you have uh let, you know or not this weekend but coming up in future weekends you're planning on you're going somewhere let us know what events you're going to well, if we can cover and we will Oh. i don't want to say anything about our last week paul
1: but the scott lafontaine who sent in his list last week for us to review even though he wasn't yeah. one of the top players in attendance, we us you know we we said all right mate we'll talk about your list the the bloke with mixed demons made the top eight the crazy crazy man well show. we look down upon high and we like we bestow the powers <laughs>
0: upon, that's, upon true. Scott, that's true that's true
1: just you just got 3 man you just got if, three. You you want, if you if you want to get top to us, 8 you just commit list
0: guys just we might talk about, about it you might get top 8 that's uh <laughs> it's top eight. you know uh, but, but think about that think of the, let's talk about i mean yes you know we we don't look back at the tournaments too often but the skill of the players really shines even even in the situation like there's a there's been a whole lot of focus on um competitive play like oh you're going to see this you're going to see that or going to see whatever uh but you still see a lot of this other stuff and there are ways to to hang in there and compete and do well and that's just one a mint of the many examples we see so Anyway, uh, that's uh, if you do want us to talk about your tournaments coming up or you're running a big event coming up and, we, and you don't feel like it's on our radar, hit us up on social media, uh, let us know about it, and we'll try to work it into the show if we possibly can. Thanks a lot for listening. Adam, Dustin, thanks for coming and talking about this stuff with us. Everybody in the chat, live in the chat, really appreciate those comments. It helps keep uh, things interesting and, and moving for us. Do not forget to like, share, or subscribe. Leave us some mm-hmm. five-star reviews. Leave some comments in the YouTube. Do the doodly doos in the Facebook. Um,
3: yeah and after that we'll see y'all next week see ya. see you then at frontline gaming we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe our mats are durable rollable foldable wipeable and storable oh and they look damn great too join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life to ensure quality frontline gaming mats are custom made one at a time printed with high quality ink our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or a skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real-world setting, there's a great-looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table, and they're thick enough to stay flat protecting what's underneath, and allowing for slight, uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy, nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop.